Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Now, here is your host, Eric Skwarzynski. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Preacher Boys podcast. I wanted to share a little bit on today's episode about something I'm just seeing constantly, whether we're talking the people within the fundamentalist movement, whether we're talking people who have left and claim to be recovering from the fundamentalist movement. I am seeing this trend of separation and isolation. I've talked about this on the show before. I do believe that we are all as human beings default fundamentalists. We believe that we have all of the truth and that the people are around us who differ in any way are not worthy of our association, of our time, of partnership, and I just don't think that's the case. And I'm seeing this a lot over the last couple of months, especially. I'm seeing these people who have left fundamentalist cultures of religious groups or, you know, specifically in our case with this show, the Fundamental Baptist Movement, and then they're leaving and becoming the same type of strict kind of separationist, divisive people that they were within the same denomination. And it's really frustrating to me because one of the biggest complaints people have about fundamentalism is how much they cut off people who disagree with them. But then these same people will leave the movement and they will do the same thing with other groups of people. And here's the thing. Look, we are always going to be drawn to people who are like-minded in some way. Now, I know the word like-minded has been weaponized a ton if you grow up in the independent fundamental Baptist movement, but it's just a way of life. If you like similar movies as someone, you'll probably hang out with them a little bit more than someone who has different taste. If you like the same music as someone, you'll probably spend more time with them. If you like the same books, if you have the same religious beliefs, if you have the same political views, you'll likely find yourself surrounded by some people 
who share similar worldviews and similar beliefs. That's just human nature. We like to be around people who have common interests, and that's okay. What's not okay is turning around and saying, you're not like me in any of these areas, whether it be a small issue like you know a, a preference about something or whether it's a huge issue like your belief on whether or not there is or isn't a God. That's going to have big ramifications on you, but it shouldn't mean that in all areas of life, you're cutting those people out completely. That truly doesn't make any sense to act in that way. It doesn't make sense to not link arms with people for common good. Again, you're going to separate over some preferences. You're going to have some times where you find yourself surrounded by people who are like-minded, but it doesn't mean every other human being on the face of the planet is not worthy of your time or partnership. And I've noticed this a lot with groups that have splintered out of fundamentalism that are focused on recovery when it comes to survivors of abusive environments within the religious subgrouping of the IFB, uh, when it comes to groups that are trying to help people process religious trauma, when it comes to shows like mine that are uh, working on uh, when it comes to working on sexual abuse and, and mental abuse, physical abuse within the IFB, there should not be this air or attitude that I will not partner with anyone who doesn't meet fill in the blank of 300 criteria and other categories. Do we agree that abuse is wrong? If the answer is yes, we can all broadly link arms in that topic. I posted a tweet uh, just a couple days ago to um, Twitter. Where else would you post a tweet? And I said, if you still attend an IFB church, I don't give a crap what you think about Hillsong, pot, meat, kettle. That was my tweet. I'm not saying that Hillsong conversation should not be happening, but I am saying if you're attending abusive environments or places that have a history of the same type of abuses and issues that Hillsong is currently having, you have no ground to talk about an organization like Hillsong. That was the point of the tweet. I had a response from somebody that basically critiqued me for making any kind of moral judgments against a Hillsong or the IFB because I no longer describe myself as Christian. So in their mind and in their long series of five or six tweets, basically said I have no grounds to make any kind of moral judgment about any denomination or anything whatsoever. Now again, this is not something that I would avoid talking about with someone. I'm more than happy to have a conversation about where morals come from, more than happy to have dialogue about this sort of thing, but that's not what this was about. This was basically an attempt to discredit what I was saying by saying that I have no moral grounds to stand on of my own. That's obviously ridiculous. And again, like with many of these cases, let's go back to whether or not what I'm saying is actually true. That should be the biggest thing. When it comes to anybody who's talking about abuse or trauma, if these claims of abuse are valid, if the reports that are being shared are valid, if the podcast episodes that are being recorded are valid, that's what we need to be focused on. In that moment, with whatever the mission is of that page, if it is being accurate to what is happening, there shouldn't be a major disagreement there. But I constantly will get messages. I don't want to just pick on this one person on Twitter. I constantly get messages from people who say, because you're not IFB, you can't speak about it. Because you're not a pastor, you can't speak about it. Because you never started a church, you can't speak about it. Because you're not a Christian, you can't speak about it. And my question is always, are the things that I'm talking about true? And do we agree that they're bad? If we agree, agree that abuse is bad, let's link arms in that area and stand against abuse together. I'm more than willing to do that. 
I'm more than willing to stand next to a pastor like a Stacy Shiflett, who I disagree with on pretty much everything outside of the topic of abuse. But I'm willing to link arms broadly to say I agree with you and I support you in speaking out against abuse. The same would go for a variety of other pastors, a variety of other people in various categories. I can disagree with you in almost every area and stand with you in the conversation of abuse. It's one of the funniest things that's happened doing Preacher Boys and now the show figuring it out is that I'm noticing that people have a hard time recognizing that there's categories. You know, we'll have a guest on the show and they'll go, I can't believe you have them on. You have no credibility in my mind now or what, you know, whatever the, the feedback is. And my thing is, if I pulled out a list of every guest that I've had among, you know, now probably four or 500 episodes across all the different platforms that I'm interviewing people on, I could point to a list of zero people that I agree with on every single point. I have some that agree with more than others, but I don't have many people that I would say I agree with 90% of what they say. Like most, it's a take it or leave it situation. I agree with some, disagree with other parts. That's part of being human. But again, the topic of abuse within churches is one that we should all broadly be able to link arms with in the fight against. And if you find yourself hesitating to partner with somebody in a stance against abuse, ask yourself why that is. What issue could be so important that you're unwilling to take even the smallest step in agreement to say that abuse is wrong and that we can all stand together, whether IFB, whether Christian, whether non-Christian, whether gay, straight, male, female, we all have a responsibility to see this come to an end. We might disagree about why it's here or we might disagree about you know, what the key is to solving it, but if we can agree it's wrong, we can find some baseline truth we can stand in together and try to combat this evil arm in arm. I know I've said it once, I'll say it a million times, do not be a default fundamentalist. Step out of your comfort zone, partner with others to combat the dangers of abuse together. We can have hard conversations, we can disagree about different things, but one thing we should all be able to agree on is that abuse in religious environments and every other environment for that matter needs to stop. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the Preacher Boys Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.